you to the seventh edition of Later. Survived the blast, and when she gets to the church, 
And when she gets to the church, a familiar voice says to her, All right, sis, are you enjoying the show? And Grace turns slowly around to find Claire Devine. Oh, don't say it again. Yes. And then she looks at her sister and she says, I'm alive. It's such a miracle. (laughs) And that's what I like to see on the Christmas episode of the Holly Oaks. Thank you very much. Oh, goodness. So, Crystal or uh, Lindsay, whoever would like to go first. Any of the Christmas episodes, what would you like to happen to be the Christmas miracle of one of the episodes? For it not to happen at all. <laughs> For what not to happen? No Christmas episodes? Doctor Who came down the hole of Christmas. <laughs> We we don't need this. <laughs> we already know it's practically gonna fail anyway. Why do we need it at all? Because Hollyos wanted to be the first <laughs> with a gay with a gay church wedding marriage whatever, <laughs> but they didn't but, care. But they saw it before. Yes, and well, the they church were... fell on top of them the first time. Steve got married. <laughs> this. Shit don't need to happen. My Christmas wish would it would be Steve or John Paul figured out that Steve cheated on him and runs out of the church with Lockie and he could have a Scottish boyfriend. <laughs> Cause it's gonna fail the minute he figures out that he has HIV. There's that or the minute that John Paul realizes that he has HIV, he's going to have to, you know, try to figure out whether it was through intercourse or through something else. And it's just like, oh, we don't need this nonsense. If we needed this nonsense, it wouldn't. Mm, this show, I hate it. I hate it so hard, and yet I watch it for the sake of this damn show. I hate it. You know, you know they're not going to make they're not going to make Saint John Paul leave leave Steve because God forbid that anybody else calls Steve on his stupidest. Yeah, and I'm being very clear up as I have decided. Steve, Steve has stigmatized people as brothers, as they oh, would say. Yeah. Because between, with, with Doug's shrug attitude and now John Paul has the same thing going on. Well, baby, if that's the case, what's that mean? That Finn stigmatized John Paul and that's why he couldn't get, say his name, Paul and Musk? Everybody, uh-uh. It's so stupid. It's so stupid. Yes. Yes, John Paul ass ain't going to do that either. He ain't going to call nobody on nothing unless he's trying to clown somebody at a wedding, okay? <laughs> that motherfucker. Okay. What about you, Crystal? Okay, what well. would be your Christmas Christmas miracle to happen on any of the Christmas episodes for any of the okay. soaps? What Christmas miracle would you like to see? Okay, okay. For Hollyoaks, uh, let me see. Well, for Hollyoaks, maybe um, John Paul first, when they asked him the thing, um, will anybody object to this marriage? John Paul first boyfriend, Spy, show up and say, I do. And John Paul like, Spy! Yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, uh, perfect. <laughs> 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 boyfriend spy. You mean he oh. has more than one? He has spies all over the world. <laughs> I love that. One just watch it. Oh shit! Or Craig watch it. No, not Craig. Oh, <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> I'll take <Hey>. you back. 
I would forgive Holly Oaks so much <laughs> if they would bring Spike back full time. But I would have to do like y'all were doing, uh, or like you will do on our future, <laughs> on our future uh, end of year episode. I'm gonna have to withhold my judgment if they brought back Spike until I saw a year's worth of story. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Fucking up characters. <laughs> um. Yes, I would celebrate that Christmas miracle all day, every day, baby. <laughs> <laughs> My Christmas miracle for Corey. It would just be like, stop being boring. <laughs> yep, got so, so a, 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 a Carla-only episode. It's a, story, it's a story as told by Carla through the entire thing because she's probably one of the... <laughs> Two people I can just sit and watch all damn day. Her and Luke, her and Luke should get together on Christmas. Ooh, yes, yes God. <laughs> oh, that would be great. Because that's yeah. not going to happen. We can wish it happens, but it's likely not going to. <laughs> that would be good because Luke could get with Carla, right? Mm-hmm. And then Maria can get with David. Because I liked... David having her back when she was doing all that shady stuff to Tyrone. And I kind of like that. Those two as a pairing. So oh, that would yeah. be perfect. Then we could get a Luke, Carla, uh, David, Maria triangle. I'm with the hell. I wouldn't mind David with Carla. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Carla could be with anybody and it would be but not Norris, because we need to reserve Norris for Morris, okay? <laughs> that's how that's going to go down. And, y'all, while we're on the Coronation Street, I did want to ask you, okay, so I believe I read somewhere that uh, Coronation Street was supposed to be getting to the root of Todd and all his gay bitchiness since he's been back in town, right? Mm-hmm. Now, all I've seen on screen is this fool get a scar. So my question is, how is Corey supposed to use a scar to get to the root of Todd's attitude problem? Because I don't understand. Yeah, yeah, I don't even understand. <laughs> I, I he's he got a scar. He's now mopey and insecure, and everybody's back to being poor Todd again. And suddenly he's redeemed. Ah, uh, uh, Corey, please tell a story. <laughs> Tell a story that's worth my time. Exactly. <laughs> that That's my Christmas miracle. I can't even think of an exciting story for them to tell us. Everything is just boring. Just stop being boring. <laughs> yeah. I kind of wish that uh, Kate Oates could do dual duties and be the producer of Coronation Street and Emmerdale because they're both the ITV soaps. I'm like, come on, mm-hmm. get that woman a little bit more money. <laughs> 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 Because, ooh, she's doing it up over there at Emmerdale. But, ooh, Coronation Street is just, ugh, Coronation Street needs work. And, yes, yes it does. as far as East End and Emmerdale are concerned, they, they <laughs> probably will make my Christmas wishes come true. So whatever I make, just make it good. I'm leaving it up to them. Favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Emmerdale can do whatever the hell it wants, and it'll yeah. likely be a good Christmas episode. <laughs> Um, um, unless it's unless it's a lot of Robert and Aaron, in which I will be one hundred and eighty-seven well, yes, billion percent against. Well, I'm I'm thinking um because I think Emmerdale, like Hollyoaks, is having a wedding too. That is Andy and Katie. I have a weird feeling that her exit might be a Christmas surprise. <laughs> I'm wondering this. That would be a Christmas miracle. I'm with it. Yes, so whatever. Bye. Good old. Well, she's leaving in 2015. So I think they're going to get married. Then... First. 
Jesus. Oh, my goodness. Well, y'all, let's talk a little bit about the start of the Qbert train wreck, the Robert and Aaron train wreck. How are y'all feeling about the foolishness between those two? Okay, on one hand, just just out of the sheer, let me see, the sheer just, I'm not saying, how could I put this At one hand, I am interested to see where they are going with it. But on the other hand, you feel like this has been done before. It's such a played out gay trope with the repressed homosexual or the repressed bisexual who's married to the woman and the out gay and, you know, that uh, secret affair and blah, 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 blah. So it seems thing, but I'm also interested because I know I kind of, because I have a little faith in Emmerdale, they might have other twists and turns along the way which might be compelling. <laughs> so I tend not to write those stories by them too too soon. I was kind of intrigued by it at first when I saw the commercial and I'm like, what is this foolishness? This could actually be good. And then I was just like, it's basically whenever Robert gets angry... He hauls Aaron to the closest place with a horizontal service and sleeps with him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and my brain is like, what the hell is happening right now? <laughs> why? Why are? Why? Why are you ruining this new character by putting him with somebody who is a dick who was devolved from? When he came back on the show, he was just a devolved human being. It's just like, no. If, if I wanted to see somebody have passionate sex, that would not be because they're angry, unless it was Marlon and Laurel. <laughs> see, see Marlon, yes, imagine Marlon and Laurel. I hate you, I hate you. I Whoa, hate you. Where did I hate you? Oh my God. Wait, wait. <laughs> I'm going to forgive you for that because I know you met Marlon and Finn. <laughs> fingers, I do mean Marlon and Finn because I think Marlon would be incredibly gentle with Finn. <laughs> As he deserves. That poor boy has been through enough. I have a feeling this is just going to be exactly like Priya and her irrational fear of getting married to a man that actually loves her. I I think that there's some part, something's going on in that Emmerdale writing room where they aren't completing the thoughts of their story, Mm -hmm. and so we just get what we got. Because how long ago was it that Priya said she couldn't marry a man that loved her, but then was having sex with him, I think, that night of the next day? And what's come of that? Not a goddamn thing. And it's just like... And so now, all of a sudden, Aaron, who was scared to go into a gay club five minutes ago, okay, now he is boning a guy who is about to get married. He has said he doesn't care. He has shown that he doesn't care, but he's acting jealous 
what is the where's the rationalization where is the there's a blank that Emmerdale is not filling in and I need it filled in because it doesn't make any goddamn sense and what soap do we talk about not making any goddamn sense Hollyo why is that Emmerdale we don't need the Hollyo's bullshit on Emmerdale if you want Aaron to do some Hollyo's bullshit lend out the actor to Hollyo's for a few episodes hell they had dude from Shameless on for like two episodes have Aaron do a crossover okay I think they're about five minutes from each other. Just have him drive over there and do some bullshit with Steve. He could be the random that gets him HIV positive. He can come back to Emmerdale, be HIV positive. He can make Robert positive. Him, Robert, and Val can start an HIV positive support group. Don't let the Holly Oaks writing mentality infect the Emmerdale writing room. They're, this is going to bring you down. I don't like it. It's not cute. It's not appealing. And the violence, the violence has got to stop. I don't, if I never see one gay man on a TV show throw another one on the wall before kissing them ever again in life, it will be too soon. It is pure titillation. And they know the fan base that they are going after <laughs> with that. <laughs> that is why I'm just hoping it may have started also. But at the end, everybody hit you with some good common sense along the way because it is pure fascination. Because as I say, everybody was everybody the the the, the hardcore on the side that Charles Vadidium was oh criticizing it. We know Robert, but Robert is a womanizer. He cannot be by blah 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 blah. And as soon as he go crash into the wall, oh my God, this is so hot. This is so good. This is great. You're like oh gosh, these people are so easy. Wow. Yeah, you but I was saying, and the writers are aware of this, and this is why there's a part of me hoping that it is that the writers are aware how to reel them in and try to reel people in and then after might actually have something sensible to say in the long run. Because mm. That is what, because they are, you can see it. And I'm, I'm actually saw the person on the site that has been, before it was weeks because when the spoiler came out and the video, it was like weeks and weeks and weeks. We know Robert for years and did it, did it, did And even though we haven't seen him 10 years, we are known nobody's sexual catch. And that was like a whole fight. And as soon as we, we push in and we shove it, everybody was like, oh my God, this is so good. This is so great. I can't, the story has been so excited. <laughs> I was like, God, you know, so Crystal, <laughs> I like the thought that you just said that Emmerdale is doing this because they're aware that there's a specific audience that likes this foolishness and you think that they plan to make a point with it. Mm-hmm. I hope that's true and I like that, you know. But if it's yes. not, I don't, I don't think it's a healthy strategy to pander to the lowest common denominator of fan in order to reel them into a show where you're just going to do ridiculous bullshit, you know. Think about the mentalities of those of us that watch uh, Emmerdale. I have a brain. That shit ain't cute. I can see what it is. Exactly. And it's not cute. So, and I watch Holly Oaks because I've been doing it for a while, but I criticize mm-hmm. that. I don't want to see that infect the other shows. Because what about me? Okay, so if the fan that you are invested in is the fool that's going to go on digital spy and spit bullshit for weeks on end, what about those of us, like those of us on this podcast, who actually think critically about these shows, want good, healthy storylines on these shows, and are cool with the drama, but what about us? So what is that? Is that saying, fuck y'all, we don't matter? 
Exactly. Okay, because we're just going to do this violent bullshit. Fuck gays, okay? It's already bad enough that Finn, who's been on the show for over a year now, still doesn't have a fucking love interest. Okay, mm-hmm. and then you bring a gay on for him, and then you have them fuck once, have Aaron say to Finn he ain't his type, but then have his hand out for drinks and food every five goddamn minutes. Okay, so now Finn is Danny from Teen Wolf. Okay, so he's been on the show forever, but you won't give him a long-term story because it's cuter to have him kissing on his best friend, freaking out because she kissed him and acting crazy. What? And and and, and uh, that is why I'm glad because as I said, I be, I believe that Kate Oaks read Digital Spy because some of the things she does, you can see that she is saying things back at them with the show like if you know if you read what they say and what they what she is doing you can see sometimes it's like an answer to them but i just hope she don't come reach the point where she's like emma sedwick where it is i am making the show for these people <laughs> well that is why i'm hoping because um even on the just five her argument one of the persons made a valid point about um they wrote up a story in concern with um Finn, Aaron and Robert and I and I appreciate what they said in the fact that, you know, too often in these soaps with characters like Finn and them, where they are not perceived even though they again they're not perceived, perceived as masculine enough, they are almost always treated like a joke. <laughs> As you say, they never have any love interest. The masculine right. guys are there to humiliate them. And we saw it in Hollyoaks with George. And in certain scenes with with, with Doug in Hollyoaks. And now you just see it with Finn. Or even in Sean from, Cor- um, Sean from Cornish Street. We tend to see that if you're not the masculine man, I will rough you and cuff you out gate type. You don't deserve uh-huh. love. You're just there for humor. <laughs> And I saw exactly. somebody write that up, so I am hoping that Kate, and a lot of people were agreeing with that, so I'm hoping yeah. that people who read these sites actually, actually, like, say, yeah, I am, I am guilty of this, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you know, I hope she's not reading Digital Spy, because I don't think that's the way to write a story. You write it from your brain, you don't write exactly. it from your mind, you write form, you know? And I will say this. You know, people sometimes ask me or say to me, try to convince me that the storylines for gay people are the exact same as the storylines for straight people. Uh, Let's look at them Barton Brothers. Uh, Epic Love has hit Ross. Epic Love has hit Peter. Okay? Uh, What Epic Ross has Finn had? Mm -hmm. Finn had some motherfucker he was lying to pretending to be Declan, and that's over. And Finn had Aaron tell him he's not the type. And now he's in some kind of warped relationship with, not even a relationship, but Victoria. So why is it that the two straight Barton brothers, even the daddy, who has an epic love with uh, Myra, why can't all of them have a strong love interest, but Finn can't? What's his problem? Why, why is he the different one? Why he got to be on Grinder having Victoria writing his profile? You know what I'm saying? It's ridiculous. Yeah. You know? It's kind it's of just, sad. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, I can't I can't with it. Emmerdale is ugh, they on my nerves with it. Mm-hmm. And with that, I'm going to hush because we got to go watch these Christmas episodes. So <laughs> thank you guys for listening, y'all. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. <laughs>